Our reading in the New Testament be from the book of 3 John, chapter 1. We'll read verses 1 through 15, which is basically the entire book. When you help someone who is spreading the good news, you're in a very real way a partner in that ministry. This is the other side of the principle in 2 John, chapter 1, verse 10. Not everyone should go to the mission field. Those who work for Christ at home are vital to the ministry of those who go and who need support. Now, we can support missionaries by praying for them and giving them some money, hospitality, and our time. We'll read about a man named Diotrephes today. All we know about Diotrephes is that he wanted to control the church. And when a leader makes a habit of encouraging sin and discouraging right actions, he or she must be stopped. If no one speaks up, great harm can come to the church. We must confront sin in the church. If we ignore it, it will continue to grow. Now, whereas 2 John emphasizes the need to refuse hospitality to false teachers, 3 John, which we're reading here today, urges continued hospitality to those who teach the truth. Hospitality is a strong sign of support for people and their work. It means giving of your resources to them so their stay will be comfortable and their work and travel easier. Actively look for creative ways to show hospitality to God's workers. It may be in the form of a letter of encouragement a gift, financial support, an open home of hospitality, or even prayer. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. December 7th, the New Testament. The book of 3 John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 15. This letter is from John the Elder. I am writing to Gaius, my dear friend, whom I love in the truth. Dear friend... I hope all is well with you, and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Some of the traveling teachers recently returned and made me very happy by telling me about your faithfulness and that you are living according to the truth. I could have no greater joy than to hear that my children are following the truth. Dear friend, you are being faithful to God when you care for the traveling teachers who passed through even though they are strangers to you. They have told the church here of your loving friendship. Please continue providing for such teachers in a manner that pleases God. For they are traveling for the Lord, and they accept nothing from people who are not believers. So we ourselves should support them, so that we can be their partners as they teach the truth. I wrote to the church about this. But Diotrephes, who loves to be the leader, refuses to have anything to do with us. When I come, I will report some of the things he is doing and the evil accusations he is making against us. Not only does he refuse to welcome the traveling teachers, he also tells others not to help them, and when they do help, he puts them out of the church. Dear friend, don't let this bad example influence you. Follow only what is good. Remember that those who do good prove that they are God's children and those who do evil prove that they do not know God. Everyone speaks highly of Demetrius, as does the truth itself. We ourselves can say the same for him, and you know we speak the truth. I have much more to say to you, but I don't want to write it with pen and ink. For I hope to see you soon, and then we will talk face to face. Peace be with you. Your friends here send you their greetings, 
Please give my personal greetings to each of our friends there. Psalm 126, verses 1 through 6. This is a song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem. Now, the Lord is bringing back exiles here, and they are happy. I mean, they're throwing a big party. They are rejoicing. They're filled with laughter. Uh, They're singing songs of joy. And even when you are exiled, you and I are exiled, uh, that uh, desert experience we go through in this life sometimes, it's interesting to know that geographically the desert, yes, the desert is located in the promised land. I know that when we're going through a desert experience, we feel like we've been exiled to another country, a foreign place. But no, uh, geographically, the desert is in the promised land. And so God's presence is still in your life. And that's why these people are rejoicing and they're full of laughter because they too are exiles coming back into God's presence, coming back into the holy city. And they're asking for their fortunes to be restored. Perhaps you've lost a great deal along the way, but God here is going to restore your fortunes. And uh, your heart is going to flow again with love and, uh, and, and gratitude and mercy and kindness and goodwill like streams in the desert. And you, like these exiles coming back to Jerusalem, are going to be singing with great joy. Psalm 126, verses 1 through 6. A song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem. When the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem... It was like a dream. We were filled with laughter, and we sang for joy. And the other nations said, What amazing things the Lord has done for them! Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy! Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. Proverbs chapter 29, verses 12 through 14. If a ruler pays attention to liars, all his advisors will be wicked. The poor and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. If a king judges the poor fairly, his throne will last forever.